Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. What's up, everybody? This is uh, Mystery Bros. What's up, guys? We are on episode 20 now. Big 20. 20 episodes. Um, today, we're going to be talking about cryptids. All right. Today, we're not going to get to all of them, obviously, because there's so many, but we're going to touch on, we're going to get to the main ones, all right? The, yeah. There's like four or five main ones uh, that we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot. Chupacabra, the Kraken, and um, Mothman. Mothman. And then we'll we'll touch a little bit on some smaller ones within those categories. Yeah, we have a little lake monster in Michigan that yeah, we from our di- home state that we uh, there's a lot of different lake monsters that, that we like to talk about are basically this like the same theory thing as <laughs> Loch Ness monsters. So, um. So yeah, so we'll get to we'll get to those we'll touch on those, but maybe we'll do, we'll probably do another episode eventually on cryptids that like the, some lesser known ones. But yeah, this one we're gonna get to all the the big ones, the ones that you've heard of before. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All the all the big ones. Um. So we're gonna start off with uh, the Loch Ness monster. Yes, probably one of the most famous. I think it is the famous. You think so? I don't know. I think Bigfoot might be more famous than the Loch Ness. I don't monster. know. I think. More people are attracted to Loch Ness Monster because it's a dinosaur. True. Um, the Loch Ness Monster, it's, it's kind of been a thing for a long, long time. There's, like, legends way back in, like, the, you know, 1500s, 1600s, all that kind of stuff of people seeing, thinking that there's a lake monster in the loch. Um, I heard it's also one of the deepest lakes and one of the darkest lakes. Yeah, it's huge. It's Well, it's technically... Technically, right now, it's still connected to the sea, but there's some areas where it's literally only like 30 to 100 centimeters deep. So it's like not really. But back then, I think like back in like the 15, 14, 1200s, like way back in the day, it was connected to the ocean. <laughs> so that sea can get out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's that's the theory is that it came from the ocean and then either got trapped there and kept... Enough of them got trapped there to where they could reproduce or, uh, it, you know, it just would swim back and forth between the ocean and the loch. Um, but so first off, Loch Ness, it's in Scotland. It's in like the way it's like pretty north, pretty far north up there. Um, Scotland, um, like I said, it, it's technically open to the sea, but it's not really you can't like take a boat from the loch to the sea or anything like that because there's the area there's points where it's only 30 to hundred centimeters deep. So, so, that Nessie, so Nessie can't get out. Nessie can't get out At, right now. Yeah. Right now. Well, we're going to get to that. Um, the depth of the lake, 744 feet or 227 meters. That's pretty deep. Which is pretty deep. Yeah. That's pretty deep. Nothing like the ocean or anything, but that's pretty deep. Um, it's a, it's a really long lake. It's kind of long and narrow. It's, it's 22 and a half miles long and then one and a half miles wide. So it is a pretty big fucking lake. You know, the lock, it, it is really big. Um, and like we said, at one point for a very long time, it was connected to the sea, like openly. There was a lot, there was a 
lot of water and you could, you could swim back and forth between the sea and the lock. But I think in the past, like 500 years ish, it it's closed. Oh, um, but so there's all kinds of like, like I said, there's all kinds of like eyewitness and people saying that they've seen the Loch Ness monster and all this kind of stuff. Like it's, it's been a thing for a long time. Um, some notable ones though, in the 19, in 1943, um, the Navy collided with a very large creature while they were in the lock. They could never figure out what it was. And there really isn't that many large creatures that are known to live there. Like whales aren't in there. There's no, there's no whales in there. Sometimes seals, but like the, the creature they're talking about is way bigger than a seal. Um, so I think that's crazy. What, 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 maybe they hit like a, uh, like some kind of rock. No, it definitely wasn't a rock. They said it was a creature. They're navies. They're not fucking idiots. <laughs> they would know if they hit a rock. Um, but um, in the 1970s, there was a, a family. It was like a grandpa and then like two kids that were drive, riding their boat. It was just kind of like a small like fishing boat. They're riding it in the lock and they collided with a really big creature. So big that it like got caught, it like fucked up their motor. Ooh, and then they got, and the creature went away. When they, when they hid the creature, they say it was some crazy monster. The grandpa had a heart attack. Oh, wow. He had a heart attack and died when they hit the creature. So like they were getting, they got saved by a boat. And when they took the boat in to get fixed on the motor, there was a bunch of, there was like, like the motor, they obviously like hit the animal and there was like flesh caught in the motor. Damn. And the fucking people that were fixing the motor just threw it away. We could have had DNA it. evidence. That could solve it. That could solve it. We could have had DNA evidence of what they hit. Or it could have just been a seal. That's a, yeah. But we would have known. Is what I'm saying. Like if we would have, we could have tested what that flesh was from, and fucking figured it out. But nope, he fucking threw it away. Um, let's see. And, and maybe it's uh, a fabricated story. We just threw it away. I don't know. Seems like very, very like. Oh yeah, you know. Could have just made the greatest discovery in, in our lifetime and, you know, we kind of just threw it away. I don't know, man. It was in the 70s. I think that they just are fucking idiots. They didn't think about it, probably. Yeah. But um, in 2014, uh, there was a captain of a, of a ship out there, and he basically picked up a very large creature on the sonar. Which actually, this has happened a lot where, where boats will pick up very large like creatures that don't make any sense that are moving really fast on their sonar in that lake. But the lake is always so murky that you can't see, really. You can't see that far down. Like maybe five, ten feet. You can see yeah, that's about it. That's why I feel like a lot of people say that's like made up because it's just so dark and mysterious. Like you don't know what's under there. So people come up with these stories. It's, it's, it's a very dark and like deep water and you just have very little visibility so it's hard to see anything in there but a lot of times people will pick up really weird like radar or sonar in there of like really large creatures that are moving that they don't know how to explain and this happened in 2014 a captain picked it up on sonar um and he says like he's been in the lake he's done he's been a sonar uh, operator for a very long time he says that was some huge creature 
Like, there's no other way around it. That was just a very big... And there's nothing really moving. Big, that big in there. No, nothing. So, um... Could so it have just been, like, of, a big log, just, like, you know, floating down, like, <laughs> with some currents? I don't know. You know, there's been there's been all kinds of pictures that people take, and that reminded me, there was a picture where it looked like there was, like, this monster face. Like, a, it looked just like yeah. a, a lake monster. And then when they went to that spot... They saw there was this huge log underground that had that it like look it just happened to look a lot like a lake monster and they figured out that that was just that log. <laughs> so yeah, there's been all kinds of pictures. I mean, I'm sure you've seen the the famous one, the famous black and white one where it has like the neck, yes. the long neck sticking out. I'm pretty sure that's been proven to be fake. Yeah, I know. Like what what yeah. hoaxes? There's a, there's there's definitely been hoaxes on there that, that we've proven are fake, like pictures and stuff that we see that are like, okay, that's not real. But that doesn't disprove. I mean, there's still so many stories about people seeing and on seeing with their eyes and seeing on like sonar and radar of like large creatures, like weird, large creatures that they can't really explain. Right. Um, so people have tried to kind of like, go, you know, scientists and stuff have gone into it. And basically there's a there's a eel species called the conger eel. Um, they can get up to 19 feet long. Oh shit, that's pretty big. And weigh up to 240 pounds. Um, now they're not really known to be in the lock. To be honest, like they don't, they're not known to be there. They're known to be like, well, maybe a couple of rogue ones get in. That's the thing. Maybe maybe here and there, a couple of rogue ones slip in, and then that there's could, just that could 20 tell, foot eels. That could that could really like. Explain some of the sightings. Like, if you just see it like on the surface, do you see like when those eels just like slipping and sliding on the surface? They'd be like, "What the yeah. fuck is that?" That's unusual behavior for eels, though. That's the one thing. Like, they don't swim at the surface. Eels swim at the bottoms where it's murky, because they like to catch their prey that well, way. Well, that's why like they haven't been it would found. Be very strange. They haven't been found that much. But it's just strange behavior for them. They don't really do that, but. You know, that's something that scientists have put out there. And I, I, I can see that 20 foot long eel. You could probably think that that's a crazy monster. You know, if you just. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see one underwater, dude. No, that'd be scary, dude. Would you go swimming in that lake? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cold, though, but like. I would jump it's in. very cold. Would you jump in? Fuck no. Why? Because there's all kinds of crazy monsters in there. <laughs> Eels. There's. And then at least if you saw him face to face, at least, you know, like, shit, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And, you know, no, then you, it could kill you. <laughs> I don't think it eats humans. Why hasn't there been anybody disappearing from this monster? Any disappearances? No, no, no one's been killed or anything. So it's, it's obviously a herbivore. I'll just look at you. It's not a herbivore, but it just probably doesn't eat humans. It probably just eats fish and shit. Like, it's easier to just get a fish. And try and get a human. So I recently known they did a report. Um, scientists went down the bottom of the uh, Loch Ness to uh, find to get some dirt samples and see what kind of animals live in that. Yeah, they did a DNA. Oh, yeah, that they did a DNA study recently. I think it was 2019 or something, and they could not find any yeah DNA of any reptiles or anything like that. That kind of hurts it. Well. There's also, um, there's uh, seals and stuff are known to be swimming around in the lock. 
just it's just something that they do like people can see them all the time like they'll come from the ocean they'll get into the lot because they can go between they can walk on land a lot easier than most other animals in the ocean so that they're found in the lock people see them a lot and they didn't find any seal dna or anything when they were doing that search so it's possible for something to you know slip out if it's something that doesn't like live there and just kind of goes back and forth between the ocean and there it might be possible that how though like didn't you say it's like extremely like well a lot of a lot of like if, if you oh, wanna, there's some underwater caves no not no not well there might be but they don't go between the ocean but a lot of like like so when you're talking about the loch ness monster right scientifically a lot of people believe <clears throat> just based off of descriptions and and what people say they've seen that it's either a pliosaur or a plesiosaur okay so pliosaurs and plesiosaurs they were both uh creatures dinosaurs basically that lived in the water um they were around in the triassic period which was about 215 million years ago Mm -hmm. um and then and supposedly they died off about 65 million years ago that's so long ago 65 million years ago but based on the descriptions and everything this is a lot of what people think that they are now the plesiosaur is the one that has the really long neck four flippers like it's 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 a land it's a water animal but they breathe air okay they're not fish like they don't have gills so we probably would have seen it a lot more than yeah probably right but they breathe air but they could there it was probably like kind of like whales you know what i mean like you can whales can yeah, take a breath see, and then be yeah, underwater you would see the spout like you know what i'm saying like who would know if whales were in there no, I don't think it spouts like a whale. It just breathes air. I know, but like, you know, like, I feel like if it's an air breathing thing, I feel like it would have been way more sightings because it would always have to come up a lot. Maybe. Or maybe it just like doesn't, it doesn't have to come up that much. Did it come, yeah. they, that's what I was trying to say. Like, it's kind of like a whale. Like a whale can take a breath and then it can go down and it can swim for like four hours before it has to come up. So it has to come up like two times a day, two or three times a day. You know, but anyway, the plesiosaur is the one with the really long neck. And that's what a lot of people think, because a lot of the pictures they've shown, it, it's kind of had a long neck. Um, its neck was known to be 43 feet long. You're crazy. I'm sorry, not its neck, but it's it's the plesiosaurs. They get to be 43 feet long. Um, they have 73 vertebrae in their neck. Wow. So it's super long. Like their neck. Like they're forty three feet long. Their neck is probably like fifteen to twenty feet. It's Damn. long. It's big and long. Um, and the pliosaur, the body is exactly the same. Like it's got the four flippers. It swims and stuff. But instead of having a long neck, it just has a really big head, and it looks kind of like a big ass like crocodile head. You know what I mean? But not really a long neck or anything. And those were even bigger. They could get to be 50 feet long with their head being 10 feet long in some cases. And they also weighed like a hundred thousand pounds at some points. So they were big. So they were really big. Um, but that's kind of what, what scientifically 
they think that the Loch Ness Monster is. It's either a plesiosaur or a, pli- or a pliosaur. Or it could be something that we have no idea. Yeah. Well, based on the descriptions, though, that's that's what they say. Like, if, if you were to, to, like, try and find an animal or some sort of creature that has been on Earth that fits all the descriptions, that's what it is. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean... As far as evidence and stuff, they're really, you know, we don't really have much. It's just so many eyewitness reports, so many right. cases of people talking I heard talking it's, like, gone it. down, like, since the 1990s. Like, it used to be early. Now it's not as much. I heard, yeah, like, I think it has started to go down. And I heard, like, speculation, what if it's dead and they're trying to find the body Probably, and stuff. Probably, you know. That's what, if you ask me, I feel like maybe 300 years ago, there was... Uh, maybe like 300 years ago, there, there was something there, like a plesiosaur or a pliosaur. But I feel like by now they probably died out and they're just not around there anymore. You have to have like, you can't just have one. There has to be like a couple. Yeah, I'm sure there was like, they would mate and stuff, you know what I mean? And then eventually they just died out. They couldn't mate or something. Yeah, there would have to be a couple in there. Yeah, can't just be one. One thing that, um, have you ever seen the show River Monsters? No. You never seen that show? No. Maybe it's not called River Monsters. It's that the show about the guy who fishes a ton and he goes to different places and catches like these weird ass fish. You ever seen those? No. You never seen that show, Jeremy with Jeremy Wade or something like that? Oh, you should check that show out. It's cool. But he did an episode where he went to the Loch Ness and he caught. He thought that it could possibly be like giant sturgeon. The sturgeon are known to be in that lake and sturgeon can get really fucking big. Like they can get up to 20 feet long. Oh shit. Sturgeon. They're big ass fucking fish. And he's like, maybe the way that they swim or it makes it seem like they're some sort of creature, some monster something like that. And that's what it is. But did he catch one? Yeah. Not nothing that big though. He caught, he caught like 10 foot one. I yeah, can see, fish, I can see but... like someone like seeing a ten foot fish and like seeing something like slither and being like, yeah. "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, yeah, and you could think it's some sort of monster, you know. I mean, I would, dude. Would I know any better, dude? If I like saw something like slithering yeah, right. away, and I'm just at Loch Ness, a tourist, I'm probably like, "Oh, oh my monster. god, I saw the Loch Ness monster." <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I want to go one day, really bad, and just just look and just be there. I want to stay there. I want to would take you scuba a, dive. No, fuck no. I'm not going in that fucking lake. I would scuba dive. I would fucking scuba I'm dive. I'm not going in that lake, but I would for sure hang out there like on the, on the shores and just hang take out there swim. just all day long. Just hang out there all day. Just, just, just look and just see if I can see. I something. mean, you might just be like, just looking at the mountain all day. They say that if you go there and you sit there and stare at that lake all day, you're going to see some weird shit, some cool shit, just because it's such a big lake and there are some, there are all kinds of cool creatures in there. Right. Seals, you know, crazy eels, like all kinds of stuff in there. There are a lot of eels in there, just not that one kind that we were talking about, the conger. No. There's a lot of just regular ones that are like five, six feet. You don't want to fuck with those things, man. Eels? No. Fuck, dude. Why would you, why would you go swimming in that lake, dude? No. Why not, dude? On the shore, dude? You said to yourself, eels don't go. On the shore, yeah, but you said you go swimming in the fucking lake. Scuba dive. Yeah, no. You wouldn't want to, like, see a face-to-face. It's a herbivore. 
It's not an herbivore. None of those things are herbivores. It's not going to eat you, though. Why not? Well, why hasn't it eaten anybody before? Because people don't go fucking scuba diving in that lake. <laughs> it's really cold. It's not a lake that people hang out and swim in. I know. Lake. You just have to like do a quick jump. No, man. Well, you wouldn't do a quick like, jump from a, from a branch into the water? Absolutely not. But yeah, definitely not, dude. I'm not swimming in a fucking lake with a fucking... No. No, just fuck no. Never. I would go swimming with Nessie. <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, we don't. I wish one day that we could finally like get some sort of biological evidence or something. But as of now, we don't have any any evidence. I feel like for such a big monster, how can you be like undetected for such a long time? That lake is fucking huge, man. You can't see anything in there. Yeah, even if you take cameras down there and try and like film shit, you can't see like three feet in front of the camera. It's such a murky lake. They have that like that's some you scuba diving down there. You wouldn't be able to see three feet in front of you. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't really go scuba diving. I'd just probably just chill yeah. swimming. No, no thanks. Well, yeah. So that's Loch Ness monster. It's um, you know, other notable lake monsters. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Since we live in Michigan, man, we gotta talk about Bessie. Yes. We just talked about Nessie. Now we're going to talk about Bessie, okay? The sister of Nessie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the uh, ugly uh, <laughs> Anne or something. <laughs> well, Bessie is very similar to the Loch Ness Monster right. in, in description and stuff. But its location is it's Lake, Lake Erie, Erie, which is right, right next to us. I've been to Lake Erie many times. Um, most of the sightings, though, are... From the Ohio side, right? How much is Lake Erie? Lake Erie? It borders a lot of Ohio, the top the top of Ohio. Cleveland is on Lake Erie. Michigan, like how much does Michigan have Lake Erie? A good amount. A good amount? Yeah. Below Detroit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's cool. Like, Lake Erie, the Great Lakes are awesome. They're fucking huge, too. I'm surprised so. it's in Lake Erie, not in Lake Superior. That's where I thought it would be. Lake Superior is the bigger and the deepest one, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought that would be like the crazy mystique one. But no, it Lake Erie, huh? Well, Lake Erie is the one where there's more people there, and people tell the stories, so that's how it works, I think. Like, yeah. It's people from Cleveland and people from like Sandusky and stuff saying that they've seen it in, the, in Lake Erie, right? I know, yeah. I mean, the first sighting was back in uh, 1793, so you kind of have to go back Damn. there a little bit. The guy was going duck shooting. Um, when he saw the first creature, he described it more than a rod, 16 and a half feet in length. Okay. So this thing had pretty big. Okay, 16 and a half feet long. Yeah. Okay. I think the thing is with these, it can't be described away from eels because there's no there's no eels in the Gary, Gary Lakes, are there? I don't know. There might be, but I don't know. I mean, like, you know, our five Great Lakes are pretty big, so what do you yeah. look at Lake Erie? It doesn't blow my mind that they're, that people see, like, sea monsters and stuff in them. They're fucking huge. They're like, yeah. you're just at, at Lake Huron last weekend. You can't, it looks like an ocean when you're looking yeah. at it. You can't see the I mean, there's time. parts of it where you can't see any land if you swim, if you're out yeah. there. 
I mean, the max length is 241 miles. Um, the width is around 57 miles, so that's far. That's huge. That's way bigger than Lake yeah. uh, Loch Ness. The max depth of this lake is 210 feet. Oh, so it's still not even as no, deep 64 as Loch meters. Ness. Wow. It's 64 meters. That's it, huh? Yeah. It's not that deep, man. I feel like that's hard to have a lake monster when the, the depth is only 200-something feet. Yeah, well, they said back in, like... There's just been sightings. I mean, you have to go back in 1817. It was seen again. Um, reported seeing a monster 30 to 40 feet long. Wow. And it looked like a long serpent in dark color. Um, later that year it was reported that another boat crew spotted a similar animal, 60 feet long in length. But the thing is like all these kind of vary in length. Okay. So these all, all these sightings, are they different monsters or what? Because they all have very different descriptions is what it sounds like. And it's hard or to gauge just... something, how big something is in the, in the water. In 1817, a place took to Leo near um, two French settlers, two brothers, uh, were on the beach when they saw uh, the creature. It described between 20 to 30 feet, and it shaped like a large sturgeon, except that it had no arms. They panicked and both fled the scenes. They said they sh- they said that it was shaped like a large sturgeon. Yeah, there's sturgeon in that lake though, so it could have just been a big ass sturgeon. It was probably just a big ass sturgeon, <laughs> and they just exaggerate on the length. I mean, sturgeon can get fucking huge. Yeah, well, here's where it gets juicy, man. Okay. So, like, in 1892, um, this actually hit the newspapers. Uh, from Buffalo to New York to Toledo to o- Ohio, um, the a crew saw a large area of water about 0.5 or to uh, like a half a mile ahead of them. And they saw a huge sea serpent that appeared to be wrestling about the waters as it was fighting an unseen foe. They observed the creature and relaxed, relaxed and estimated, they said, be around 15 feet, 50 feet or 15 meters. And it said his head was sticking above the water and just so four feet. The brownish creature's eyes were described as visually sparkling and large fins were also noted. Wow. That sounds more like a plesiosaur. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? A plesiosaur or a pliosaur. So that's a crazy one. And these are like military. Yeah. So like kind of maybe trust the military the a little more. Thing, there's also another one called Champ from Lake Champlain which is another huge lake in Vermont. Um, and a lot of people say they've seen very similar stuff. The only thing is it's like with, with, with the Loch Ness monster, the lock was at once connected to the sea and you could go back and forth yeah. between the ocean and the lock. And then two, the lock is super deep, like 800 feet deep. So I could see it there, but just for some reason, just Lake Erie, how did it get there? How did it get to Lake know. Erie? I don't know. Maybe just was born in there, man. Uh, something like that. I don't think so. Went up the stream. I think that they all can't. No. Well, they said, well, here, allegedly in the uh, 1969, the 80s, and then 1993, uh, the locals were offering a reward of 5,000 who anybody who ca- who were able to capture Bessie alive. <laughs> Unfortunately, a lot of people How cool tried. How be like, I'm going to go ca- like. Do that for five thousand though. I feel like no, back no. then that was probably a lot of money. How much money? When was this? Nineteen eighties and nineteen nineties. Oh, 
Yeah, that's not that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But so anyway, so how would you go? Like, yo, Evan, do you want to go catch Bessie on my like little fishing boat real quick? <laughs> yeah, I just don't believe that. I don't believe Bessie or Champ, to be honest with you. I do believe the Loch Ness monster. I don't necessarily know that it's still there, and there's like a bunch of them. I think that there was one to two, maybe even three or four, up until maybe a couple hundred years ago. And I think that since then they they probably died out. Right. But the legend's still there, and people think they see things because they because there are some crazy yeah. things in there. But it just isn't super crazy to think that there's some like there's been creatures that we've discovered that we thought had been extinct for you know thousands of years type of things. Well, so. we know more about our ocean our, about Mars than we do about our oceans deep down there. What's actually yeah, lurking yeah, down there? Yeah, exactly. So like, there's a lot of mystery in the ocean. Right. Um, the only thing that kind of holds the Bessie myth, like what you, what you were saying, that they found these like large creatures. The biggest creature, other than Bessie, if it even exists, would be a sturgeon. So yeah. Ten feet. So not. There's nothing really that big out there. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like if those people are actually telling the truth, what the fuck could yeah. it be? You know, that's the thing. With the Loch Ness, there's a few things like those those eels, the conger eel, right, which aren't known to be there, but like that's a theory, um, you know that kind of stuff. But yeah, so Loch Ness monster, I think possibly was real at one point, but I don't think they're still around. The rest of the lake monsters, I don't know, not so much. Yeah, I think there's just no hard proof. Yeah. For these big creatures to exist. It's a hard thing. Like, show me, show me, like, let me see it. And all these videos that we see, it's like so grainy and like, you think we live. Most of them are fake. Yeah. We live in 2020, man. Like you can't get an HD picture of this. People are just trying to, to, you know, get clicks or likes or whatever. Although Evan, if you were filming and Nessie would just pop out on, you saw on your phone would people like be like, dude, you totally faked on your phone. Maybe. Who knows? But you can tell if, if a video has been doctored at all or a photo has been doctored. Yeah, someone would sure. believe you. Yeah. There was actually a picture just recently in like 2019 or something that I saw. Um, a pretty cool picture. It was a big-ass animal in the, lo- in the lock. And it just was like a its back, like peeking out of the water. Um, it was some Australian dude who took the picture, and I saw it on like the Australian news. They did a thing about it. And um, it it looked pretty cool. What the fuck that was, I don't know. Yeah, he he swore that he didn't Photoshop or anything like that. So who knows? Maybe one day we'll maybe soon we will get some. Evidence. Yeah, there's some. There's definitely some creatures that have been pictured, and people just don't know what. Yeah, I mean, there's always certain instances that you just. Oh yeah, things are just one offs. Like you don't really see it recurring. Now we're gonna talk about Bigfoot a little bit. So I think Bigfoot's probably the second most famous. It might be the most famous, in my opinion. So Bigfoot has been pretty much been in any every legend. I mean, on every continent, there's been uh, sightings of uh, Bigfoot. I mean, in Australia, the Himalayas, um, even Europe. Yeah, yeah, I could I could imagine. And North America, and the, 
it has actually been spotted in every single state. Really? Has reported a sighting. Wow. It's a lot of Bigfoot out there. Yeah. So that leads people to think that maybe it's just a species. Like there's different kinds of uh, Bigfoot. It's not just one. I always have that drawback too. Like it's such a big creature. Like how can we not see it? So they call it like tall creature, sometimes 16 feet in height. Damn, really? Sometimes, sometimes. I think that's like on the... uh, the average is usually like a little bit taller yeah. than a human, right? Right. Like six yeah. to eight feet. Yeah, six to eight feet. Okay. Ranging, but like I feel like those sixteen feet. Oh I my god! I think that's like a little crazy. That would be so scary to see that. <laughs> yeah. Sixteen. I don't foot think it would be. Foot. I don't think there would be a sixteen foot. I think that's so hard to like not like see. I think those people might be on some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they say it's a little heavier. Um. And it all started, did you know it kind of all started off a hoax, like the main... Yeah, the Patterson footage. Yeah. No, not not the footage. Um, no. It was cement footsteps, but let, let me get to that. Um, so, if you have to go back to seeing Bigfoot, the legend of Bigfoot has been around f- for centuries. Uh, when you go back to the Native Americans in the 1400s, used to uh, yeah. see this creature. Before, like, English settlers and stuff came yeah. here. What what was it kind of like legend back then? Like lore kind of? Yeah. So they have like a legend of it, but like the first real sightings appeared back in 1806 when a four-year-old boy went missing in Oregon. Ooh. 1806, you said? 1806. And he said he was on the next day, he was found by the side of the road. And he said this big hairy guy helped him all the way and placed him there. Yeah. So that's when the first. When first uh, kind of been recording, it was in the newspaper in Oregon. When Search and Rescue found this boy, and he said this big hairy man helped him out and led him to this spot so they could find him. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like a lot of the like people that talk about Bigfoot say that it's like nice and helpful, don't they? I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess there's different kinds. There's also been like people that said they've gotten logs thrown at them. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot, a lot of different. There's so many different Bigfoot sightings. That's the thing. Isn't like the most common area that they think it is is like the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, in Willow Creek in Oregon. Yeah, Pacific. Oregon and Washington. Yeah, dude. Willow Creek. Dense woods out there. Yeah. Dude. Willow Creek has the most sightings. Um. They also have. They're also like famous for their Bigfoot burger, dude. Yeah, it's huge. They they milk it out there. They they're all about it out there. They yeah. have like stores and like all stuff like Bigfoot is here. Yeah, blah, Bigfoot, blah. People yeah. say they see him there all the time, but no one ever gets any footage. Right, and it was actually what re-sparked Bigfoot was back in 1958. Um, Gerald and his crew like made these cement footprints and everybody thought they were real mm. and it was in the newspaper and hence Bigfoot. Where was this in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah. Okay. 1958. And they were turned out to be later that they were fakes, but that kind of like sparked the new intrigue of a uh, Bigfoot. Oh, okay. That kind of got the interest going again. Yeah. Um, so like a lot of people who see Bigfoot say, they get logs thrown at them, and they wonder, like, what else can throw logs at you? Well, people say they do misinterpret it for a bear. Um, sometimes they say it orders, it orderly stacks rocks neatly. And yeah, they, I've heard about that. Yeah. But could that just be humans ordering, like... Could be. 
But that is kind of strange. Um, in 2006, Jeffrey Nalden, a foot morphology, who like studies foot footprints, like that's his profession. Okay, has looked over like more than a thousand like castrated footprints of like people saying footprint, and he said there's some similarities there, and you could see in some that there's like some muscles in the foot yeah. that like stick out on onto the footprint. And he says that, like, some of it, like, the running motion, like, mm. some of them are caught, like, while it's, like, should be running. And he said that would be hard to fake. Like, how else are you going to fake something, like, look like it's running? Unless you'd have, like, something robotic hitting the, uh... With the footprint, you Yeah, mean? the footprint. Yeah, like, how would you fake a fo- that footprint? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Although they've been a dozen hoax, they realize there's been more hoaxes on that, too. Oh, yeah. There's been a lot of Bigfoot hoaxes. Yeah. Not to mention multiple different TV shows that are like 10 seasons long of people trying to find fucking Bigfoot and they never find Bigfoot or anything. And they've got all they these probably, cameras. They're like, you on like in the next episode, we see this huge big sound and we follow it. And oh, my yeah, God. All they do is hear sounds and see like, oh, there's hair on this tree over here. Like. Footprints, it, like they never find any real evidence or anything, and it's so annoying. Don't ever watch those stupid Bigfoot shows. Right. So, but also the question is, some some of the toes, some of the footprints found have four toes, some have six. Skeptics will point to, well, those are obviously fakes because no one can get those toes right. Mm-hmm. Believers will say they're different species yeah. of Bigfoot. Speaking of that, like what scientifically could it be? Like, what do they talk about? They think it's some sort of ape creature. Yes. Or do they think it's some sort of like humanoid creature, like an early human, or is it a, just an ape, like a bigger well, type of some people ape? think it's a gigantic pith- pithecus that just um, was a relic of the population that like survived over these years that didn't get extinct. Yeah. Um, some of the fossils have been found in America's. Um, the only recurrent fossils are the teeth. So leaving uncertainty about the uh, some of the features to the uh, Gigantopithecus. Okay. But they think that's the thing that closely resembles what people Bigfoot. are talking yeah, about. What Bigfoot, yeah, what Bigfoot is talking and about. And that's an early type of human, right? Yes. Gigantopithecus, it's... When when did they supposedly die out? So they say they lived. It got exp- extinct around eight hundred thousand years ago. Lived from one point two million years to eight hundred thousand years. Okay. And that's that's Gigantopithecus. Yeah, yeah. So there's still some um, debate whether it really existed because like there's only been some huge teeth and they kind of think it's been from a Gigantopithecus. Yeah, how they see it. So that's what they think it could be. Um, but let's get into some of the uh, evidence found. Dr. Wolf um, says he actually came close to the creature and it smells so bad. Apparently, like, Bigfoot smells really bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what people say in those TV shows and stuff. They're like, oh, it's gonna, it smells terrible. And he's collected hair samples, 15 of which have not, have not been identified by any species wow. known to to uh Where did he collect these? Up in like Oregon, the, Oregon, Washington yeah, California, area. Okay. yeah. 
Skeptics will say it could be anything. Like, yeah, you don't like just it could be just like there's so many creatures that we still haven't discovered that are a lot smaller. They could be that too, yeah. right? Just because it's unknown, we should be cautious of saying that's Bigfoot. Yeah, I agree. Um, but that is something that you'll point to some hair that we don't know the evidence to. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get to the Roger Patterson film. Okay. Yeah, this is probably the most famous. Yeah, so nineteen sixty. Yeah, they they were doing a home movie, and it just happened to walk by their set. Yep. But hold on, it's the only video that has not been completely debunked yet, and there's Mm. some tangible evidence to say to, to say that. It has. It has not been. We've seen the monster. We've seen the uh, monster outfit. Yeah. But there's some movement in the video. There's some movement in the video that says it can't be replicated by humans. And there's been a couple people that have said they've Who come says out. This Bigfoot scientist? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's been people. UFO historians? <laughs> <laughs> there's been certain research done. It's the only video not fully debunked yet. They know, obviously, they know he bought, he purchased, which is like a huge downer. But he they're bought say, the suit. But they're saying there's stuff in the video that'd be hard to replicate. I was under the impression that Patterson footage is like. We all know it's fake. No, there's huge debate about it. Really? Yeah. Between crazy Bigfoot people and scientists or like yeah. between scientists and scientists? Between like scientists and scientists. Oh, okay. Okay. But like not most are saying you're right, but there's people that say if you look at the footage, like people have looked at the footage closely saying like some of those movements are very hard to replicate, replicate for. Yeah. Well. That's why it hasn't been complete. It, it's the only we footage. We know for a fact that he bought a suit. So you think the Roger Patterson footage is, for the most part, you think it's a hoax? I think so. I thought that it's been proven. Well, Robert Patterson, there was a whole thing about him and his background that I watched. And he has tried so many hoaxes. He's done a million of them already. He's done like a hundred different hoaxes for different things. Different creatures, all that kind of stuff. Right. So, I mean, people just, like, assume. People right. that know him just assume. But no one can prove that it's fake. No one can prove that it's real. You know? No, definitely. So. Yeah, so while we're on the topic of Bigfoot, let's go to, like, I think what most people know as the Yeti found in the Himalayas. Yes, that's similar to Bigfoot. It's kind of the same ish type of creature just different location right correct it's like huge um yeti it's more specific to like colder regions right yes correct um so it was actually first seen back in 1921 well like it's been seen in the 17th centuries 18th centuries it's been in the myth it's been the myth for um the monks for a while back in 1990 uh, back in 1921 um, discoverers saw these big footprints, and the local guides were like, "Those were wolves. Those were. Th- I mean, those were. It's the. It's the. It's the mountain man. It's the mountain man." Mm. They would keep saying, and the actual two explorers said that they think there was just like a huge wolf, but the newspaper guy thought that wasn't that juicy, mm. so he kind of went with the legend and saw these big footprints were. Um, we're from this mountain man. 
Okay. And then back in in 1951 on Mount Everest, this is what took the world by surprise. Um, a researcher named Howard um, took a picture of the photos on Mount Everest. And it's a huge, and it's a picture of a huge foot. And it captured national headlines. Um, and the, people were starting to think, is this creature really out there? Okay. So they sent multiple expeditions. Um, in 1952, actually, my my home country of Switzerland <laughs> sent uh, a bunch of people. <clears throat> they came back with like some, uh, like some bones, but they were all like um, discussed away. Okay. As just natural thing. One said he was even attacked by Yeti, mm-hmm. but like this other reported like, no, we just saw he was not attacked. Yeah. And then, um, so there's been numerous expeditions trying to find Yeti. And so far, there hasn't been much evidence of any of their findings. The Chinese secret government sent 100 researchers. Chinese secret government? The Chinese government had a secret program that okay. was like later declassified, sending like a bunch of researchers trying to find this uh, animal. This is when China took over Tibet and like now ruled the Himalayas. Yeah. They couldn't find anything, so they let other people come in. And to this day, there hasn't been really much evidence. I mean, some people say Dayatlov's Pass, which we talked about earlier, yeah. was a Yeti attack. But there's no evidence. But there's no evidence for that. So it seems like there's really not much evidence at no. all. Then, huh? and this Just a few huge footprints that people have taken yes. pictures of. And one one even was skeptical of that. I just like want, the guy who took it thought, like, he's known for like wanting to put on a show. So maybe he just won, like, hey, let's make a big footprint and, like, take a picture of it, make the world have a laugh. Yeah. So, again, there's only been, like, hair and a few bone fragments here and there that have not been found. A big, I guess, against having a creature like this on this planet would be where are the bones? That's, like, why haven't we found any yeah. bones? And it, I guess it's been explained away by saying we, ha- we can't really find chimpanzee bones because they're in the forest and they go away quickly. So that's what happens. That's the only explanation, though. So yeah. it's crazy. So it's very similar to Bigfoot. Yeah. And the monk. Um, so when the monks had this possession of an old Yeti, they said they killed. Right. Mm-hmm. So they finally gave it over for testing. Only to be found out it was fake. So, yeah. The monks have been duped all these years. Yeah. So there has not really been much plausible evidence to support. Just a lot of sightings in the Himalayans. Yeah. When you talk about cryptids, you got to talk about Bigfoot and the Yeti and stuff because those are they're very popular sightings all over the place. All kinds of people saying they see them. You know, it's just like the Loch Ness. It's like lots and lots of you know sightings and stuff. So. Um. But yeah, so now I think we're going to talk about Kraken. Do you want to talk about the Kraken? Oh, yeah, you want to go to the Kraken? We're going to talk about the Kraken. Now, I'm sure you've heard of the rum called the Kraken. Have you ever had it? It's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good rum. But there's a, there's a rum company, and they're called Kraken. But Kraken is also another famous cryptid. Um, it's basically like the giant squid, right, or giant octopus. Right, and it's known to terrorize ships, take down ships, eat people. 
This is more of an old timey thing, right? Yes, correct. So like this is old folk folklore in the it was spotted in Norway, Sweden, Iceland. Okay, up in the north, huh? Yeah. Um so basically the first description of it was by an old Norwegian. He said there's a fish that's unmentioned. It is scarcely advisable to speak about the account of its size because it seems to most people incredible. There are only two things you can speak, and it's huge. Wow. And he's basically saying, like, all captains beware of giant octopuses. Mm-hmm. It's basically like an enormous cephalopod. Yes. Not necessarily an octopus or a squid, but kind of like a mixture almost, right? Correct. I mean, it has been described in a bunch of folk folk folklore. Um, it's also been called a crabfish, like right. a huge crabfish by like some encounters. Wow! But a lot of people don't know like if these stories are just like exaggerated because there's no tangible evidence of this creature ever existing. Yeah. And there's no like we know of giant squid, right? And that's what they but think. They're not that big. No, not, not not as big as like the people in the legend or like the legend says about the kraken. And they think, well, we the gigantic squid um, that we found, we didn't get actual footage of it until two thousand six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a, a huge squid. Yeah. So you think about like what else roams there? So I guess it's because they live so deep down. Yes, they live so deep in the exactly. ocean that we just we don't have a chance to ever see them. Yeah, it took it to. It, like, 2006 was not that long ago. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, so, you know, it's when when it comes to the Kraken, I feel like, I almost feel like that's probably real. Like, there's probably enormous creatures down that live so far down the depths that we just don't ever come across them. Maybe back in the day, there were so many of them. There was more of them, so they were sighted more. They came up more. Or maybe it's just super rare, and you hear the stories about it. It only happens once every you know, five years or something, you know? Right. I mean, the only kind of evidence they have to support this is a ship, a French ship, the, the Valley de Paris mysteriously disappeared in 1782. And everybody said it must've been attacked by the giant octopus. Yeah. Well, there's all kinds of legends about boats being attacked by it, right? Yes. But like, that's the only tangible one that actually existed. Okay. But like anything could have happened. They could have been abducted by aliens. They could have been sunken at sea. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that these myths kind of come to because like shark attacks, oh they're rare. They do happen. So sometimes sailors might have been afraid of like a person just like mysteriously just disappearing and just seeing blood. It's like oh there must be a huge creature living in the depth. Yeah. Because we fear we don't know, like, and to them, like, un, like to explorers back then, they don't know what the ocean had to hold. Yeah. I mean, the, we found giant squid 40 to 50 feet long. Yeah. So that's pretty big. I mean, that's what could have, like, they could have seen that. Maybe it might be Maybe it. a giant squid attacked, I don't know, but. It's possible. There's not as much concrete evidence about the Kraken, but I almost think it's one of the more, um. The more plausible, the more possible ones, in my opinion. Because well, like I said, just because of the ocean, you know, the ocean. Yeah, like I said, we know more about our planets. We know more about Mars than we know yeah. about our own oceans. So, yeah. I mean, you know, 
But that's pretty much the Kraken. There's not a whole ton about it. But I wanted to kind of throw in like some sea, a sea monster, a cryptid, because I, I, I don't know. The sea, the ocean's crazy, dude. The ocean scares the shit out of me. So now I kind of want to talk about the chupacabra. You heard about the chupacabra? Like they do crazy cow mutilations and stuff, right? Sort of. Not really. Um, the chupacabra, it's, it's more of a like Southern United States, um, Mexico kind yeah, of thing. A lot of Mexicans have seen Well, chupacabra literally translate in Spanish to goat sucker. Oh. It's, that's what it means. Um, but anyway, the chupacabra is actually a little bit more of a newer cryptid. So is, it, so is it a theory that it might be an alien? It's a newer cryptid? A little bit, yeah. But it's a little bit newer. Um, it all kind of, like, it sort of started back in the 1970s when there was all kinds of, like, weird, um, like, animal killings, like, livestock killings that were going on. Like, some sort of animal was was killing livestock, like chickens and, and all that kind of stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah, like down and but they just couldn't figure out what it was and they never really found anything. Um it's basically just a lot of weird livestock attacks in the southern states. Um but nothing was actually concrete until 1993. I'm sorry, 1995. Um there's a story about a girl, her name is Madeline Torrentino and she was in Puerto Rico. Okay, so this was in Puerto Rico. Um, she basically saw at night, um, she saw what she called or what became known as the chupacabra. Um, she explained it. She said it was about three feet tall. It was bipedal. So it walked on two legs. Um, it looked humanoid ish, but it had long slender fingers. It had spikes on its back and, um, it also had like huge fangs. So that, that kind of scared the shit out of her. She was really scared of it. Um, and then also during that time, there was a huge wave of like livestock slaughters. Well, really that happened Oof. in Puerto Rico around her area. It's just so, been like some crazy mutilations, right? No, like, like killings. Not really mutilations, like they like some sort of animal was like killing these these livestock. Yeah, and crazy would, killing. Yeah, and they would like bite its neck and and suck out lots of blood, is what people would say. That's why it was called the goat sucker. Um, and then, uh, as time went on, um. It became like more common. People were talking about it, saying that they saw the chupacabras, um, like attacking their livestock or whatever. And it started to spread to like the southern United States. There was a lot of sightings in like Texas and Mississippi and stuff. But also, as time went on, it became a little more like scientific, if you know what I mean. Basically, the sightings kind of changed from being this like weird, like bipedal humanoid kind of creature to being more of like a, like a strange, like people thought that it was probably just some sort of like strange undiscovered animal. 
like it started a lot more of the descriptions where it walked on four legs and it just was kind of like, you know, a creepy looking little animal. Right. And, um, uh, basically a lot of people, um, started to believe that it was some sort of hairless undiscovered dog species. And so many, so many like sightings and stuff in, in Texas, people talk about it all the time. And it's, it's basically been, they would call it, they called it the Texas blue dog. And it was basically like this. And it was like hairless dog. It had like blue gray skin, a really big overbite. So it had like its big fangs would like hang out and, um, huge fangs, three feet long f- or like really long fingers. And it only had three like Ugh. long fingers on each paw. It was a weird looking animal, dude. And, um, you know, people would catch it. People would catch them and like claim that like, this is a chupacabra and stuff. And, it was just some weird species of undiscovered dog. Oh, wow. It was crazy. And like, you know, the legend kind of became a thing after Madeline talked about it in Puerto Rico, but then eventually it just kind of evolved into more of like a real thing that people find. And now they just call it a chupacabra, but it's really just like a weird ass dog. So it kind of exists, not as scary as people make it out to be. Yeah. I mean, when you if you go back to the original, citing the Madeline one where she explains the bipedal creature and all that, some people think, there's people that think that was some sort of alien creature, like all kinds of stuff, you know? But then eventually the, the legend just kind of like leaked into like normal like life. Like I, it's just a bunch of dumb Americans like, oh, I'm going to catch the chupacabra. Mm-hmm. And they do it. And they, and then you find out it's some really, it's, it's still weird and crazy, but it's like a weird, like dog species. Now scientists have done kind of like experiments on a lot of these creatures that people catch, not experiments. I'm sorry, but they've done like mm-hmm. research and stuff on, on all these creatures. And a lot of times it's like a coyote with a very severe mange and mange is like a disease that coyote, that dogs and coyotes can get where like, there's like these like insects that like live in their skin or whatever. And it it basically makes all their hair fall out. And then eventually they'll like die from it. It fucks up their skin. And they they just say like, it's really, it's like coyotes and like weird kinds of dogs that, that have like really bad mange. And if we go back to the original sighting of Madeline Torrentino in Puerto Rico, where she talked about the bipedal like creature, um, Back in that time, and also kind of like, well, basically on Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is a small island. It's not that big. But apparently they were doing like a lot of experiments on rhesus monkeys in that time. And some people think that maybe it was a rhesus monkey that had been experimented on that escaped. That's what she saw. It's possible rhesus monkeys are kind of that fit that description, other than like the huge fangs and stuff. I mean, they have big teeth, but... Yeah. But yeah. I think so basically it's like a Texas blue dog. If you look that up, you'll be able to see it. And it's just a really, really, really like weird species of dog. It's like hairless. 
the big overbite, scary looking, those weird, like how it's got three long fingers. It really does. It's kind of a strange animal. And so that's kind of what the legend of the chupacabra has become nowadays, like in America and stuff. You know, I think, but if you're talking about the original saying, some people kind of have those separate. Like some people say like, what killed all those animals so strangely? The dog. You think it was the dog? Yeah. In in America and stuff, yeah. Back then, a lot of people consider them separate. That's what I was trying to say. Like a lot of people think that like the original like Madeline Torrentino sighting is a separate thing. It just happened to become part of the Chupacabra. It started the Chupacabra thing, but now Chupacabra, when you talk about Chupacabra now, we know what it is and we know what people are talking about, but that's different than what they saw back then. Yeah, so it's just a dog. Okay. Most likely. <laughs> it's a really weird fucked up dog. If you look up Texas Blue Dog, you'll see some pictures and you'll see what I mean. It's a crazy, scary looking dog. Yeah, that's just a lot a lot of things with these kind of creatures that we talk about. It's just a lot you just have to believe people what they see. Yeah. There's not any tangible evidence. Well with this one there is. You yeah. know, with this one there's a lot. We basically figured out what so, the, what it is. What, what the mean. others, yeah. Well, the others no. we haven't, though. So this is still a cryptid, yeah. but it's it's a little more down reality. to But So for our last thing here, we're going to talk about Mothman. All right? Now, this is a really interesting one, dude. This one is really cool. I think it's... It's a lot more... I think it's the most interesting out of all these because it has kind of a story to it. You know? Um, I'll get into it. So basically the Mothman, um, is another cryptid. It's a flying cryptid. And this one has a very specific location. It's, uh, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. All right. Now it's basically a large humanoid creature, like six to eight feet tall. It has big red glowing eyes. Okay, that's what everyone says in all the sightings. Big red glowing eyes. It has large wings attached to its back and and three large claws. All right. So it kind of looks like a bit like a big like human moth. You know, that's kind of I guess that's kind of how it got its name. It got its name from from some like stupid newspaper in Ohio that was talking about it. They called it the Mothman, but it also kind of describes it, you know, but anyway, technically the first sighting ever was November 12th, 1966, um, in Clendenin, West Virginia, which, um, is an area in Point Pleasant where it's basically like an enormous, like woods. Um, and there was basically, there was five grave diggers that were out there. And they claimed that they saw a man with wings flying over their head. Oh, crazy. Right? So that was the original, technically the original sighting. But when everybody talks about like the real original sighting, it's November 15th, which is three days later. Okay. 1966. I, there was two young couples. They were driving out on the road out on, uh, right by, uh, uh, Clendenden, West Virginia. There's this big road there that's just a huge long strip and it goes like there's woods on either side 
and you can like people like drag race there apparently. Just fucking stupid. It's got woods on either side. Oh, no. You're gonna hit a goddamn tree, you dumbass. But anyway, it was two couples. They were they were driving. It was late at night. Um, and they basically they right in the middle of the road. They saw the Mothman. Um, they described it. Um, as having large wings, six to seven feet tall. They say that the wingspan was about 10 feet, 10 foot wingspan. Pretty fucking big. Um, resembled a man. Um, let's see. And then also the, the big red eyes, the glowing red eyes. That's what, that's what everybody says. But this was, this is when they talked about it. They said that it flew away. It flew out of the road and they were all freaked out. Like, what the fuck was that? And then it started kind of following them. All right. It was chasing them. Um, and they said that at some points they were going up to a hundred miles an hour and it was right there with them. It was keeping what? up with them. That'd be so freaky. I'd be so, I'd be terrified. They were, they were, they were very terrified. Um, yeah. Any of them known to do like some kind of drugs? No. They said that it, it eventually flew away. All right. Um, Why would you come out with this story? Who the hell would believe you, dude? Well, wait, wait. They, it, it flew away, and they went straight to the police. They were scared. They, like, went straight to the police. <clears throat> they told the police what happened. And I wonder what the police thought. Like, yo, this big-ass mothman was chasing me. Supposedly, there was scratch marks on the top of their car. Oof. That's fucking creepy. Right? Supposedly, they haven't been able to verify that. I don't think they took pictures or anything. It was 1966. Damn it, dude. Like, a lot of these mysteries could be, like, kind of solving or, like, I right mean, in there. Just if there was scratch on it, you know, like. I, it, would, it, would, it would be a lot bigger case if there was. If they had evidence. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but. Back then, it the, was just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, this is 1966. Things were different back then, you know. But, um. So the, the police went and searched around in that area that night, couldn't find anything. Um, then the sightings continued. Oh, really? All right. Over the next year, over 100 eyewitness accounts. 100 eyewitnesses? Over 100. Over? Of the Mothman. And everyone described it basically the same way, like large, six to eight feet, huge wings, Big red eyes. That's what everyone said. All right. And people would, because this area, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, it's kind of generous to call it a town. Like it's small and like there's <laughs> not very many people. Um, and it's mainly just a lot of woods and stuff. So almost a lot of hicks. Probably. But like a lot of the time that you're in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, you're probably right near some woods, like at any point. So a lot of people saw them in the woods. Um, Which is like easy to do. Like, have people like thought like what else it could be? We're going to get there. But um, yeah, and, and, and it's over 100 sightings, very credible people. Um, policemen saw it at some points like it. It was apparently there in that time from 1966. Uh, and then a year, just a year and one month later, exactly December 15th, 
1967. The Silver Bridge, uh, which is the bridge that goes over this huge river that, um, and it's the bridge that connects uh, Ohio and West Virginia together, it collapsed. All right? It failed. Basically, there were 31 cars that fell into the water. What? From the bridge. Um, 65 people fell into the river. 46 of those people died. So this was a huge tragedy. Like the bridge completely collapsed while people were on it. Um, apparently it was just one pin, one pin that failed. And when that pin failed, it like caused a chain reaction and the bridge just collapsed basically. They're not that great of engineering. <laughs> yeah, they fucked up. And um, there were a few claims of people seeing the Mothman on, at the bridge in the days leading up, two days beforehand. So you're saying the Mothman kind of manipulated this? No. No, no, no. What people like to think, so basically after the bridge fell and that, that all that happened, there was no more Mothman. No one saw him ever again. Never another sighting. So a lot of people have like strange views. Like people say maybe like people think that it was something to try and warn them. It was some point of some point of omen or something that you know what I mean. Some say, yeah. Some say basically he was meant to warn people about the tragedy. So no one's seen the Mothman. Not once since that since that happened. And before, but that- over a hundred times in the year leading up. Now, that is interesting. Very interesting. It just like stopped completely. Stopped. So we'll get to possible things so um some one person scientist in the area said what about a sandhill crane sandhill crane is like a type of bird here's the thing though let me give you the description of a sandhill crane three to four feet tall (laughs) six foot wingspan Maybe a hundred pounds. Well, Evan, if you're doing some crazy drugs, like you might. Not everyone's there is doing crazy drugs. They're all. None of them are probably doing crazy drugs. It's 1966. What else is there doing? Mount Pleasant. It's 1966. (laughs) But I don't think in 1966 in West Virginia people were doing. What else was there to do in Mount Pleasant? You said yourself, it's not a big town. Yeah. So they just. That doesn't mean everyone just does drugs. They don't. But um. I'm not saying that. I'm saying. Now the thing is the the red hill or sand hill crane, it has a big red patch on its face, so that's why they said like oh maybe that's the big red eyes. But take if you go, take a quick second and Google a sand hill crane and just take a look at it. I don't think so. But um, one of the actual first witnesses from the night from the November fifteenth account says that they all thought it was some sort of like mutated sandhill crane because <laughs> there's all kinds of toxins in that in the swamp in the area because if we do a little bit of research or a little bit of history um in that area it's called the TNT uh section of the forest because there was basically there was a huge munitions plant that was out there in the woods um that built uh, explosives during World War II. Um, and it's suppo- it was basically like, 
it was operating from 1942 to 1945 and they were building like all kinds of like explosives, like for the war. So they had a lot of like material and stuff. And there was basically in 1981, they found out that there was a red water seep, um, in the area, which basically confirms that there was like some contamination going on back then. So there definitely, so there was some sort of like, you know, toxins that maybe it could have been like a deformed <laughs> creature. Is that what they're trying to say? That's that's well, sort of. That's that's kind of what they're trying to point out. Because like this one is like the Mothman is it's it's very like unique. You know, like it's really hard to like describe what it could be. Yeah. The only other thing that people have talked about is possibly a barn owl. I thought maybe that's a bat. Even, but that's even less. There's we know not. There's no sort of bat that that's that big. That's even close to that big. But the same with the owl, the barn owl. It's literally like two feet tall, <laughs> and its wingspan is like three feet. So it's like no, I you know I don't know how you describe it. And then the reason people say possibly a barn owl is because barn owls are known for having when you shine light in their eyes, you their eyes glow red. I bet you that could explain for some of those like instances where you just saw like red light where maybe, they just saw red the eyes and you're like maybe oh. they saw it and it was really far away and they just thought it was that big but it was really yeah. just a barn owl i'm not sure i'm not sure that like all of them were that but i'm saying yeah. like it could explain if a couple of them way we saw oh shit like little yeah. red eyes and dude if you're like if you're just in the woods and you see red eyes that, that that'd be creepy yeah if you just see any so eyes scary, looking at so you, scary. if you just see any eyes looking at you, dude, that'd yeah, be creepy. Yeah. Do you imagine seeing the Mothman, dude? Oh, it'd be scary, dude. Real scary. I would probably pass. I would, uh, Have you seen the movie? Is it good? It is pretty good. There's a movie. It's called Mothman Prophecies, and it was based off a book that was written in like the '70s about the whole incident. And that's kind of what made it famous. Before that. It was really only people in West Virginia had heard about it and knew about it. But then this guy decided to write a book called The Mothman Prophecy, where he basically everything I explained, where he talked about everyone seeing the Mothman. And then it was about and then the bridge collapsing and all that stuff. And he in the movie, it's kind of a little more to do with like crazy secret government thing, you know, but it's just his take on it, you know, but it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I don't think it's a crazy secret. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why the government gets brought into it in this case. What would be the point? They think it was some sort of government experiment because that that factory was there and they were doing all kinds of weird experiments. You know? True. So it's just interesting that all of a sudden it just stopped. Like all of a sudden, like you see a bunch of sirens. As and soon as psh- the bridge collapsed. Never seen again. Maybe it died on the bridge. <laughs> Maybe no body was ever found or anything. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good movie, though. You should check it out, actually. It might be on Netflix or something. How old is it? It probably came out like 2005-ish. So not super old, but not brand, not new or anything. Is it like a movie movie or is it yeah. like, like a documentary movie? No, it's a movie movie. movie. It's, it's good. It's kind of creepy. It's a little scary. But it's not like gross or anything. You'll be able to watch it. There's no <laughs> blood or anything. But it's a good movie. It's a good movie. And it, and, and this whole, the whole Mothman thing is really interesting. It's creepy. In I might the, read the book. In the movie, is it like really, is it really like, 
like aggressive? No, it's a lot. It's like the way that they describe it, you know. So do they recount a lot of the things, like the chase and everything? I think so. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. I might okay. watch it soon. Yeah, I might try and watch it soon. But, but yeah, I think that's good for for the cryptids. Yeah, you know, cryptids are really interesting to me, dude. It's really cool. I, I, I want to. I think they're hard for. I think it's hard for them to exist because. We would, they're, they're so real. big. They're so big, man. We should find them. We should see them. It should be evidence. We didn't see giant squids for until 1996 or something. 2000. 2006, right? Let's really quick go over go over everything we talked about and say whether we think it's real or not real quick. So, All right. Bigfoot? No. Loch Ness Monster? I don't think so. Any of the lake monsters? No. The Kraken? No. Ugh. Damn, Chupacabra. Yeah. Obviously, like the newer version. Mothman, I'm torn. Mothman? I'm torn about that one. That Ooh. one I, that one intrigues me the most. Yeah, it's super interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I'm torn about that one. I'm actually torn under that one. Yeah. Wow, For, you're just a full-on non-believer. Huh? I used to believe more in the Loch Ness than I do Bigfoot, now. Bigfoot, I don't believe in. Loch Ness, I believe at one I point. I just need more evidence. I would need more evidence. It is crazy that you see like crazy creature like on a scanner. Yes, that's some crazy Sonar? evidence. Yeah. yeah, that's intriguing. So maybe I'm open that to that. Po- I'm open to that possibility. But I just feel like, first of all, I think one there's one problem with it. Like, isn't the water super cold and it's a reptile? So we'd have to get warm blooded. No, it's not a reptile. I don't. Or, but water reptiles are different. But and other than that, yeah, I don't know. I just feel it would just be so hard for like an animal to live that big undetected. But who knows? That's also another plausible one. I would put that more plausible than the rest. Um, I don't know. I think the kraken, a hundred percent. I don't think there's any evidence of the kraken, Evan. How would we get evidence, dude? It's a creature that lives in areas of the ocean that we've like, never explored. Why did it attack humans and hasn't attacked anybody since? Maybe there was a lot more of them back then. And we're talking had, about we have cruise ships in the water. No, more of them. More, more of the kraken around. And they had to like there was a lot more of them, and they had to like compete for food. But a lot like, more. why would they try to eat humans? Why wouldn't they just try to eat? They why would they go thought out of it the was way? like a whale or something? If you look at like a ship, if you're coming at a ship from the bottom, you just look it up. It probably looks a lot like a whale, and that's what that's what they eat. That's what the giant squids eat. You know what I mean? I think the kraken for sure. But then the rest I of them, I think it's a giant squid. The rest of them, I don't know. Who knows? I wish we know. Yeah, like all our episodes, man. Like all the episodes, I'll never know. <laughs> this one just fascinates me. I love creatures and animals and stuff. I was always. When I was a kid growing up, I was like obsessed with dinosaurs and stuff Me like too. that. Me too. That's yeah. why the Loch Ness is so intriguing. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, it could be a dinosaur that's still alive. Exactly. I was just, it was obsessed with that kind of stuff. So that's, cryptids have always kind of interested me. So I think we'll, at one point we'll do another episode where we talk about different ones. More more rare ones, the ones that are less talked about. Yeah. We'll get into some of those. Um, but I think that's good for this episode. Yeah. Yeah, so... We have anything for next? I think we're gonna episode? do the. Uh, um, I guess it'll just be a surprise. Yeah. Okay. 
we'll we'll keep you guessing for the next episode. We don't know what it's going to be yet, but something interesting. I think we're going to do Jack the Ripper. Oh soon. yeah, we're going to Jack the Ripper at some point. Jack that's the good, Ripper definitely coming up. Might be next. If yeah. not, it'll be the one after. But anyway, um, thank you guys for listening to Mystery Bros, and stay tuned for the next episode. Peace out. Peace. Mystery Bros. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers.